When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. I wanted to play you guys something. My husband, Matt, got a voice message from the Center of Disease Control yesterday. It was very shocking that he had been in close contact with somebody who's come down with COVID-19. It was quite a chilling message. So I'm like, you know what? Forward that to me. I want to play it on the air tomorrow. So if people get it, they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Okay, have a listen. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wiener. (laughs) Tiny wieners have will in more quarantine days. Wiener size like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny weenie. (laughs) That's the greatest thing I've heard in a while. That's better than Wendy Williams. Because <laughs> 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 he's, you know, it's crazy. It's like your husband, you know, and you, you guys run a bar and you've been working hard yes. at contact tracing and all yes. this. <laughs> then you get this message, and it's probably like his stomach probably just sinks. <laughs> We're hanging on every word. Yeah, and yeah, it says yeah. wiener. <laughs> you got a tiny uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to hear that again. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wiener. (laughs) Tiny wieners have will in more quarantine days. Wiener size like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny wiener. about this, I know, right? I know. <laughs> because he are... does have a small wiener. <laughs> That's right. Ah, so that must have been even more frightening for him to know that he's been in contact with someone and he's got to now quarantine for longer because of his tiny small, weenie. Small weenies yeah. with longer quarantine. <laughs> this is the first time we're hearing about this. Oh, poor Matt. Poor Matt. His tiny wiener <laughs> and coronavirus exposure. Oh, I mean, man. that's a double whammy right there. Who knew? Who yeah. knew? Yeah. <laughs> do you do you know if this was like one of his friends that prank called him? Oh, you know who pranked him is my brother-in-law Kent. Who he's married to my sister. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy because Kent is not this kind of person around me. Like he never talks about wieners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Out of the blue. He sends Matt this. It's hilarious. How do you, now, how did he send it to him? Like uh, without Matt knowing it was from him. He sent it. Somehow it arrived in uh, a voice message. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how. Uh, so it, maybe it's going around now. Yeah. But it's going to freak people out because when I first heard it, I was like, oh my God. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe what we can do is... Uh, 
Should we, we, should we gotta, call somebody? We got to call somebody and leave it on their voicemail, except I bet it shows up like chorus entertainment when we call. I'll have to see if there's a line we can use that'll be more private. If we'll you see, have we'll somebody we'll we'll should it. prank, text us one 800 Yeah, especially if they have a tiny weenie. <laughs> It'd be perfect. <laughs> Whose boss are we calling right now? We are calling Tom's boss. Okay, Tom wanted us to play that uh, CDC message. That uh, scares people into thinking that they've been in contact <laughs> with someone who somebody has COVID, COVID <laughs> and they're going to have to quarantine and it's going to be even longer because they have a tiny weenie. <laughs> Let's see if we can get them on. Okay. Now, you never know if someone's going to answer their phone when you do this. Hopefully it doesn't go to voicemail. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wiener. Tiny wieners have will in more quarantine days. Wiener size like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny weenie. So stupid. He just hung up. <laughs> he just hung up. You should call him back, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the customer you are calling is unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> your boss you were pranking him yeah <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> it's so stupid oh, oh my but God. it's fun but it's funny you know? yeah i know Look. i just really appreciate the fact that he listened to the entire message. <laughs> yeah 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 because at first it reminds you of those like cra messages yeah. or whatever it is revenue canada yes yes um, honestly when matt my husband got it yesterday we were <laughs> We were like, what is this? Yeah. Listening to every, hanging on every word, right? Yeah. Until the weenie part came <laughs> up. Doesn't take long for the weenie part to come on. It's almost too uh, quick. Someone on this show has made out with their cousin. Who is it? And how did this even come up? <laughs> well, we know how it came up. We were talking about uh, Friday morning fun facts. Mm-hmm. Iceland, so small and secluded, when two people start dating, they actually have an app where they can put in their names and find out if they're related. Mm. So, who was it who made out with someone with their own cousin? Was it Moro? <laughs> was it Bundus? Or was it Tucker? Any guesses at 1-800-953-2464? Tim is putting his money right now on Bundus. Yeah. yeah. Probably a good bet. <laughs> Thank you, Tim, for that. Tim is right. Oh! Yeah. Okay. okay. You got it. This is one of those conversations that we started having off air. I'm like, no, 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 no. This needs to be on the air. Yes. We can't have this conversation just be between the three of us. Because really? I, I prefer to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the scenario? How does this even happen? Okay. Like, I'm talking, I'm like 12 years old here. Okay. Like, young. So, this is my third cousin. It's not a first cousin. Mm-hmm. And they live. 
yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, yeah. Um, so they lived like kind of down the street from us, and the in daughter the, in the bayou, yeah, in the bayou, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the they daughter, don't come out much, but when they come out, they're usually a little dirty looking. And After been, the like, alligator hunting, yeah. we usually meet up for a big old fashioned dinner around the table. Anyway, yeah. so you know, the daughter's the same age as me, and. After school, we'll always like hang out at her house or hang out at my house. Mm-hmm. So you guys were friends. We're friends, you know. And at around that age, I was pretty curious about all kinds of things, sure. including the opposite sex. And we used to just like you know hang out in the basement and like make out, <laughs> kiss, kissing cousins. Uh, like you know, yeah, it's just like super. Innocent, so it, like it was like sure. you were just figuring it out. We sure. didn't really know yeah, what we were yeah, doing. Yeah. almost using each other as a, a preclude to, you know, being in a relationship with somebody else. You guys could practice on each other. Yeah. Um, like nothing like really you would with a good friend yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just like innocent. How, how closely related? Like, what are we talking? Like, like a third cousin or something like that. Yeah, like a, your cousin's cousin's kid, or uh, I forget. Like grandparents were like cousins a... or something oh, like that. Oh, well, does that even count? I don't know. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a girlfriend who fully hooked up with her cousin. Really? Oh, yeah. And what kind of, like, are we talking a distant cousin here? Or are we talking I don't know. first cousins I don't now? know. It just kind of, she's like, oh, uh, I totally had sex with my cousin. Wow. It's like, what? <laughs> but the similar... To Bundes, they were older, mind you, but I think they always kind of had a crush on each other, and it just happened at a family function in a closet or something like that, and the rest is history. But talk about awkward when you see them, like, ten yeah, years later yeah, yeah, yeah. down the road. Like, it didn't lead to a relationship but that, or anything. We should be clear about things, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know what the laws are now in Canada, but for a long time, it was perfectly okay to marry your first cousin. Like, there's famous people... And I've brought this up before. I don't think it's even the first time we've ever talked about like this. Like Albert Einstein? Albert Einstein married his first cousin. Yeah, but Perfect example. Back in the day. Yeah, but in, and I think it's still legal. And I'm not sure if it's Canada, it's legal and, and not in the U.S. or if it's U.S. and not in Canada. But one of our two countries, you're still able to marry your first cousin. Uh, case in point, Rudy Giuliani. What? Rudy Giuliani is married to his first cousin. Uh Charles Darwin married his first cousin. <laughs> Darwin, please. <laughs> Giuliani's more interesting. Give yeah. us somebody recent. Anybody uh, else recent? God, well, this guy's sort of, I think of this guy as like a pedophile too. Jerry Lee Lewis, mm-hmm. the musician. I don't you know. know like, uh, goodness gracious. Like didn't he uh, sing that song? I goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Oh. He's a big piano guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he married like his cousin, but I think his cousin was also like, 13 or something crazy. Yeah, super creepy. Um, Edgar Allan Poe is not really what you're looking for. (laughs) No, Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) 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 You know what's interesting is that these these are actually, for the most part, pretty deep dudes that you're bringing up. Yeah, some Intelligent. Of them. Well, I mean, Rudy Einstein. Giuliani, people would argue that these days. I mean, I think there was a time he was uh, in b- a better mental state. He seems all over the place now. Michelle sent us a text, 1-800-953-2464, yeah. wondering if Bundus is still in contact with this cousin. Like, is it awkward now when you see this cousin? Or? No, I don't ever see her. 
I also got a text. Um, this one's from my mom. It says, <laughs> OMG, my cousin's name, exclamation mark, Christopher, you never cease to amaze me. <laughs> She didn't know. She didn't know. Oh, yeah. Tim sent us an earlier text saying, I have a feeling that Bundus' dad is in for disappointment of epic proportions today. (laughs) Epic proportions. Yes, the the professor has been known to create some waves over at the uh, family house. Larry texted shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> yeah, that's more appropriate. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's a. Uh, now this guy's not around anymore. He's dead. Oh, but okay. another guy. Yes. Who'd still be alive if uh, he wasn't killed? Uh, Saddam Hussein married his first shame. cousin. <laughs> Again. Shame. Yeah. These people. Yeah. No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> Yeah, wow. never, never made out with a cousin. Uh, good for you. Fernando, what's going on? I'm so happy you guys answered the phone. I always been, wanted to try to call you guys, and I said, I'm going to park and call you guys. <laughs> and, and now you picked a day where we're talking about people marrying or hooking up with their own family members. <laughs> I got the funniest story, guys. I got the funniest story. So, well, when I was a kid, to be honest with you, I kissed my cousins when we played family. When I was a kid. So yeah, was sure. No big deal. That was it, right? But now I have uh, two cousins that they dated for three, four years. Now everything's so awkward with the family. We don't get together. It's always awkward. Because they're it. dating? They were dating. Yikes. For, for three, four years. They broke up. Now it, everything's awkward. Yeah. Like <laughs> The family doesn't get You're together. telling me it's more awkward now that they broke up than when they were together? Well, yeah, because we know, and then we're like, where is this guy? Goes, oh, he didn't show up because of this. Yeah. Awkward. And then, where, where, is she, where is she? Where Where didn't she show up to this barbecue? And she's like, oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, and now they're dating different people. And it's it's kind of like when you date people work. at work or date people who live in the same condo building yeah. as you. You know, like, <laughs> yes. yeah, the fear is if you break up, you're going to, you know, create a disturbance in your normal uh, everyday life. Yeah, you're gonna see their faces. Oh, it's just hilarious. It's we, we are like between cousins. We make so much fun of these guys. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, we're so glad you called us. Um, guys, I'm so glad to hear you guys on the radio every morning. You guys are amazing, Fernando. Thank you. Happy, happy Friday. Thanksgiving, buddy. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Quite common, Bundus. You're not alone. Yeah, actually, you know what? <laughs> I was 12, man. I, I am getting a lot of texts saying that people think it's very normal to experiment with a cousin when you're young. Thank you. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. And we discovered it completely legal in Canada, too, if you want to get married. What do you think? Are people happier with video chat dating than meeting in person? Um, somebody's been looking at this lately. And uh, are there some benefits to virtual dates versus having to, like... Go down to a restaurant? Well, absolutely there are in yeah. terms of cost. They're <laughs> saying that people are saving tons of money by not, have, by not having to like waste their time meeting for a coffee or yeah. whatever else it is you're doing on your first date. They're saying on average, uh, people are saving $23 per date. 
Nice. We still have to. I mean, I don't know about you, but anytime I would go out on a date, I'd have a drink first just to take the edge off and not a drink of coffee. $23 for a date sounds like the cheapest date ever. <laughs> yeah, but that's just that's just like first encounters, you right. know? Let's meet for a drink. That's not a meal. That's, uh, that's trying like, to that's like let's just meet face to face. I've seen your picture. I've seen your topless picture on uh <laughs> Tinder. Yeah. And then you've seen my uh sorority stance picture and now let's see what we really look like. And let's just commit to like an hour. Yeah. So that if I want to bail, which is probably usually the case, I yeah. can bail, right? 23 bucks is a couple of Starbucks drinks and a few snacks and maybe totally. some gas money, you know? Mm-hmm. Or know, transportation, guys. an Uber ride. I feel like if you're going on a date, first of all, it has to be after 7 p.m. If you go out in, in yeah. the middle of the day, that's what friends do. Like, you're not, you're not, it's not going to last if you go out earlier than 7 p.m. But you're not an online dater. You know, like you don't live in that world. So I would say you are an expert when it comes to picking up in person. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when it comes to uh, Tinder and all that, you you don't yeah. use that. I don't, I don't, I don't screw this around. Is, this up. is the world of Tinder, you know? Oh, this would be forcing Bundes into a box, too, because Amy said that she she texted us 1-800-953-2464. She says she likes dating on FaceTime or Zoom first because it forces the conversation and the dialogue and not action you know yeah so aside from the cash on the scene what do you think are people happier with virtual dates than in-person dates i'm gonna say no because i think it's really hard to get that vibe from someone that little magical spark over zoom by the way i forgot to tell you that if you were wrong we're gonna chop off your hand and you're wrong (laughs) there it goes (laughs) i lost a hand for that you're wrong on that one seems a bit much yeah and (laughs) complaining about it after means the other hand's gone too (laughs) forgot to tell you that as well okay (laughs) virtual dates people are seeing the advantages of them and overall people are happier with virtual dates than face-to-face dates and that's because they can figure out right away whether there's a connection there and they're not wasting their money and they're not wasting their time oh okay well i get that I get that. Okay. It just it sucks all the fun out of it. I'm sorry. Like now it's a job interview. Like oh, lame. Mm-hmm. You're lame. Mm-hmm. You're lame. Go out on a date. Have some fun. Like I, spice up your life. You know that magnetic energy that you get with somebody where you can feel that vibe with them and it like draws you in. How do you give somebody the eye on uh, Zoom? You know what though? You can sometimes tell just from the conversation, like uh, how it is. Mm. I I find you know when Bundes we're we're on a video chat with him. I feel like he's in front of me. I can't tell the difference. When I get on a Zoom chat with my buddies, I feel like I've had a visit with them. Mm-hmm. Why would it be any different with dating? You know, you can still find out if there's any sort of chemistry there, at least with a conversation. And you see their face That's and you true. see and what you their did, mannerisms are. You did say that I look better on FaceTime than I do in person. Remember when we were doing the show and you were like, you actually look better on FaceTime. No, you asked me. You, I didn't just tell you you looked better. You said, do I look different? And you said, yeah. I said it looked like you had more makeup on the video chat than in person. That's so weird. Because I actually were... have less makeup on on yeah, the video chat. Yeah. Uh, Energy, who's this? Oh, Bundes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, who's this? It's Bill. 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 You've been video dating lately? Uh, not lately, but I actually met my partner back. Remember when we had ICQ? ICQ. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) So we actually chatted on ICQ for about four weeks before we actually met in person. Um, (laughs) This 
uh, coming March will be our 23rd anniversary. Ladies and gentlemen, it's old-timey Tucker now, and I'm going to introduce you to a technology called ICQ. This is where people use dial-up internet to have conversations with other people using dial-up internet. So right after you log on and check your America Online email account, you connect with people from all over the world. And it works, apparently. That's true, yes. Yeah, so 23 years this coming March will be together now. Whoa! They've been married for 123 years they've been together, if I heard correctly. Is that correct? Sometimes it feels like it. Yep. Yeah, 123 years of happy, blissful togetherness. Unbelievable. Thanks to the technology of ICQ. Yeah. Yeah, but video, video dating does work, so there's proof. There is proof. And did you find that, like, you had let your guard down a little bit because you were online? Most definitely. You had nothing else to do but to talk, of, you know, about things. Brought you closer, you know. faster, maybe. Most definitely did, yeah. Uh, Jen, just, then, Jen just sent I'm us sure. a text. She says, I think doing it from home make people more comfortable and genuine as opposed to when you meet someone in person face-to-face. You're all nervous. Yeah, I mean, I'll look, I, I could see the benefit of that as well. Hey, thanks so much for calling in. We appreciate it, even though we totally yeah. made fun of you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Jenna, appreciate sent, it. Jenna sent us a text, too. She said she had a virtual date mm-hmm. uh, back in March, and it was a video uh, chat. She had drinks. They talked for hours, and things are still going well to this day. Cool. I bet it would have been just the same if you did it in a bar. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, you know, yeah, but th- that's time and energy. And so, like, if you, it's going to go well, great. Great if it's in person, but if it's not going to go well, thank God it's not in person, right? You can just be like, uh, uh, sorry, I got a connection right now. And then press the uh, hang up button and then ghost them, you know? Yeah, yeah, Oh my God, people are literally texting us their ICQ number. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Wow. Dave wanted to weigh in. Go ahead, Dave. What's going on? Just uh, listening to you guys and heard you talking about ICQ. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I got even a better one. I've been married for 33 years. We used to talk on a thing called the telephone that you put on the wall. <laughs> oh, jeez. Was it rotary dial? dial? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, oh, it was. my God. <laughs> I used to hate dialing long distance. My mom still oh, has no. the rotary dial phone hanging on the wall. And you know when you'd have to go one, five, yeah. One, nine, and you'd screw up yep. on the last number. You have to start over again. Exactly. They now charge my mother because of that phone. She, yeah, yeah. she thinks it's going to be cheaper because she has this old phone. They now make her pay more on her phone bills because of it. Exactly, because it's, uh, it's the old uh, tele- telephone lines, yeah. Dave, yeah. thanks. Okay, talk to you guys later. <laughs> that was Dave. <laughs> He used to send smoke signals to a lovely woman, and then they agreed to meet down on the prairie. And they've been married for 333 years. Old technology. Oh, it still works. Back to you, Maura. Thank you. We got a text from Colin, 1-800-953-2464. He says, I completely agree with Bundus. The excitement on a virtual date is not the same. The high at the end of a good date Face-to-face is so much more satisfying. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. If it's going well, you guys are assuming the date's going to go well. I would imagine for people who are dating, that more than half of them don't, and this is just like. It's it's a good step to take hmm. onto meeting each other face to face. Is it Kate on uh, line one? Caitlin. There? Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. What's your take on virtual Hi. dating? So, to be clear, I'm in a relationship, so I'm not online dating, anyways. But I can tell, like, for people around my age, a lot of the times people are there for hookup culture, and I see why Bundus thinks the way he does. Because no offense, but we all know that's what he's. He's not looking for relationships. He just wants to hook up. Yeah, so Bundus Bundus has a better chance of picking up a girl and hooking up with her and bringing her home face to face than if people have a chance to see like him, you know, trying to use his uh, tool belt, so to speak. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. All his his, his set of tools. Okay, but like, Caitlin, let's just say, for example, you're single and I hit you up in the DMs on Instagram, right? And we agree to have a virtual date. I can put the show on and I can say all the right things and do like, you know, if you're a 10 and I want to get that, like I can say everything right in the job interview, which is the, you know, the Zoom call meeting date, uh. and get you on that date in person. After. Oh, he can do it. He can put on the Wait, show. But I think what Caitlin is saying is it, uh, it cuts the pack of Bundus is out of the equation because you're not willing to put in the work That's if you right. don't get the hookup uh, at the he'll, end. He'll but if Caitlin is the 10... But, you know, in person, it's a better show and you're going to more be more likely to go home with him on the first night. But I'm assuming Caitlin's a 10 and therefore I would want to put on that show. You know what I'm saying? But like, If you're hitting me up in my DMs, I'm going to assume right away you're only there. For that reason. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bundes' moves are specific to not finding a girlfriend. Bundes just wants to get laid. We know that. And and so this is why he disagrees with it. But I think you bring up the point, which is like, yeah, it it eliminates, it gets rid of some people who are in it just to get laid. And obviously it doesn't get rid of those people completely. But for the most part, people don't want to put in that kind of effort just sleep with someone. So at the yeah. end of the day, now dating websites, you know, people who are on there are mostly going to be on there to date because they're like, well, I can't go on a date because, you know, this person isn't going to want to go out because of this. And they don't know me and they don't know who I've been around or if I'm like X, Y, Z. Yeah, wow. it kind of cuts those pickup culture guys right out of the pack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bundus is not liking this, everybody. <laughs> he doesn't like this new trend <laughs> in dating. Uh, thank you so much, Caitlin, for coming on the air with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Colin texted the show saying, Tucker's looking at this the wrong way. If there's no connection, then at least you got out and enjoyed the company of someone new, hopefully had a nice dinner. And I totally agree with that, too. I loved dating when I was single. Like, I loved getting dressed up, going out. Even if I had no connection with someone, I just enjoyed the flirtation and the dinner and the see you later. You know, you're getting out, you're having fun. Yeah, but you were going out on dates with people that you would meet somewhere first. You Like, correct me if I'm wrong, you were with your husband. Uh-huh. Okay, and then uh, your first husband mm-hmm. for how long? What, a few years, and you got married, and it didn't work out. Wasn't yes. the right guy for you. Yes, you weren't around for the Tinder. You no. missed out on Tinder and Bumble, and this is what I think. That's the big difference. When you were dating, you were meeting these people before you went on on a date, so you had that vibe mm-hmm. checked out already. People are literally meeting people that they've seen 
on a in a picture. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. You know, and now they have a chance to meet them on video before they actually decide if it's worth getting dressed up and spending money and spending time together. One eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. Energy. Who's this? Uh, this is Daryl from uh, Burlington. Hey, Daryl. Hey guys. It's been a really great back and forth this morning for all of you guys, and I wanted to chime in. Okay. okay. So I'm forty, almost forty one. I am two years divorced, and I am in very two very different phases. So there was like that first year where you're divorced, and like the PDHP, so the post divorce divorce hope phase where. I was the bundest, and yeah, let's go on dates because if this is going to go well, it's going to be great, and I don't want to waste any additional time, and if it's not going to go well, then we're going to just, this will be this one day, and that's it. Yeah. And now, a year later, looking for, like, a relationship and something more formal, and yes, the virtual dating is way better. You can create that connection. You can create that kind of back and forth virtually and make that decision if it's going to be worth your time or not. Wow. Yeah. Um, I missed bundest a year ago. I could have definitely used the wingman. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's definitely that two kind of sides of the story now where you've got, um, that serious dating looks a lot different than definitely the hookup culture and the hookup phase where face-to-face dates are a little bit more effective. But tell me something, how was that year of the hookup dates for you? Was that as epic as you thought it was going to be? Surprisingly, No. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've heard that. Like, it's fun and everything to have, you know, uh, hookups with new people. But in the end, like, you realize that the, if you don't have an emotional attachment, it becomes pretty, it's an empty feeling, isn't it, afterwards? Yeah, 100%. And so I was married for 10 years. We were together for 15. Wow. I've been relatively a relationship guy my whole life. So to go through that, like, initial first year, it's fun. But by the end of the year, you kind of felt like, yeah, you missed something. Can you can you believe Bundes has led his, led his whole life in that year that you lived? <laughs> he still can't get it he's, he's still stuck in that one year. <laughs> That's also like lifetime for Bundes, and he can continue to do that. And there will come a point in his life when that won't have the same fun anymore, and he will settle down. But it's good that Bundes knows what he wants, too, and he's not wasting people's time either. Yes. Yeah. Daryl, thanks, man. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Imagine that. Getting tired of picking up women, Brendis. <laughs> it's crazy to me. That's like his, it's his favorite thing in life. Yeah. Is the first three months, right? Yeah. Just the, like luring someone, or not luring, whatever you use the term. Disarming. Luring seems like disarming. disarming. Yep. That sounds creepy, too. Both bad words, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, connecting ah. with new people. He loves that initial <laughs> connection. And I'm not talking about the... Well, it's physical and emotional, but... I, I mean, life is so beautiful, and there's all these small moments that, that pop up in your life every like every day if you got your eyes open, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's these human connections that you can make, and whether that moment lasts for 10 years, a lifetime, or, or 10 minutes, like it's still something meaningful. <laughs> Amen, Bundes. I totally agree with you. And I just don't know how you can, you can honestly find some real kind of deep soul satisfaction in in a zoom interview date like that's not real like if i see a pretty girl in a grocery store i will go up to her and say something i'll try to introduce myself in in a a clever way just to see if there's a spark Mm -hmm. but i know that you are a master of picking people up you know and most people don't have the confidence to do that and that doesn't happen most of the time so you are what we refer to as an anomaly I understand okay. you're that ra- I, I you're do. a rare animal. I understand okay. that it is that it is um, a gift. Fearful for, for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I yeah, you're 
This is like listening to George Clooney complain <laughs> about dating or something. No offense. <laughs> no offense. He's loving that compliment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, William has a great point. He texted us one 800 I 100% agree with this. He says, let's say you go on your first date, and he believes in face-to-face dates, to a restaurant, and there's an issue with an order or something. You are able to see how that person handles it and handles the staff, how they solve the problem, and you don't see that online. Like, I don't know about you, but I've been with somebody who's yelled at wait staff before, and I've been like, oh! We're done. We're, we're done. Yeah, you're going to get way more mannerisms about that person. You're going to see a lot yes. more about their character in person. In yeah, person. But it's not saying you don't meet up with them eventually, but maybe you just have a little quick little, hey. Oh, yeah, hey. Oh, yeah, chat. And then you're like, okay, let's meet a person. And then you can see them be rude to a wait staff, you know? After that, I'm not meeting you in person. What do I know about dating? I've been married my whole life, pretty much. You're locked down since you were born. Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't know what to expect here. I, I suspect <laughs> I'll be let down to some degree. Um, Mora is going to teach us all how to be tantric. She gave us the first step earlier this morning, which I'm sure she'll recap here. I will. Bundes, are you on, I mean, I know that you certainly have looked into this and studied uh, the art of tantric and kundalini and all these different things. Sure, yeah. I find it fascinating. Do you think that Mora is going to deliver information that uh, will be beneficial to you, or do you think it's going to be just a little bit of garbage? Garbage. I think it's going to be a little surface level, but I think... What? <laughs> surface level, so it'll Bundes. just be touching on certain things that you would dive deeper into. Yes, okay. but I think that if uh, you know, you're know you in a relationship and you're looking to connect deeper with that person, I think what Maura is going to tell you probably will be helpful. This is a beginner's guide to tantric, and I'm a beginner too, okay? like the, I'm not speaking from some expert platform yeah. here. I just came across a step-by-step guide on how to have... Your very first tantric experience, okay? And it's okay to be surface level sometimes. Right? Yeah. And also, okay, we were just talking about how Tom Hanks is tantric. We all know Sting is tantric, but other celebrities that are tantric, Tom Hanks, and it makes us think about all the characters that he's played being tantric. Linda from Hamilton just texted and said, Mr. Rogers is tantric. tantric. (laughs) (laughs) Not possible. Yeah, yeah. How about the guy from... uh, 
Uh, God, um, Castaway. You know, he's oh, on that island. Yes. I guess he had lots of time to be tantric there. There's on his own <laughs> with Wilson the volleyball. That's why okay. he looks so deflated at the end. <laughs> Couldn't withstand the oh, man. weight. The hours of lovemaking. Of uh, Diddy. Of <laughs> Diddy is tantric. Uh, P. Diddy? P. Diddy. P. Diddy is tantric. tantric. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Tantric. Let me take that in for a second. Take this one in. Yeah. Heather Graham. Tantric. Heather Graham. I haven't thought of Heather Graham in a long time. Yeah, well, she's been busy yeah. being tantric. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. These okay. are people who are elevated. Yep. They're at another level. And let's talk about it. Let's go deep in how to have your very first tantric experience, okay? And the first thing to mm-hmm. think about is that it's often synonymous with, with sex, but it's actually not about sex. It's about the journey to get there. It's about intertwining with a partner, but you can also do this solo, okay? If you don't have a partner and you're yeah. alone, you can do this by yourself. So the step number uno. Yeah. Is there any music for me? Oh, do you want like uh, more music? Yes, please. <laughs> please. Okay, so step number one. Yeah, step number one. You must... Oh, <laughs> Is this what you were thinking? No, no. Or you wanted something that would be more tantric. More tantric. Imagine this is the music. Well, tell us what step number one is. Tell us the vibe and then I'll Uh, uh, forget what it is now. Isn't it staring at the wall? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Staring at your partner. Prepare your mind. Okay. Thank you. Because this is a spiritual practice, Mm -hmm. you got to spend about 15 minutes going inward in meditation, if you have a partner, you can look at each other directly into each other's eyes and just breathe. Yeah, I can tell you already this is awkward with my wife and I. Yeah, well, maybe that means that you should do it. Yeah, I know. I'm all for it. Right? Yeah. Number two, mm-hmm. after the 15 minutes of staring into each other's eyes, you can start to touch each other. And the first step uh, for what you should do is massage each other's arms, legs, neck, the whole body. But you're still in that seated you position. You take turns, right? Or do you do it together? Yeah, you're like in I- that seated position. Now you can reach out and start touching each other. Touching each other. Yeah. Hands, massaging, just touching each other. No chest yet? You can touch the chest. Okay. Touch the just whole curious, body. Just curious, like, where we're going. Like, uh, Oh, you want Are there rules for the hands? Well, because the first step, you're not supposed to do anything. Second step is, like, massage. I wasn't sure how, like... You're just touching right okay. now, okay? Yeah. And, and it's in a massage form, mm-hmm. but it's whole body a whole body experience okay <laughs> yeah yeah wait <laughs> no <laughs> you just went zero to hero yeah and um, uh, did i jump the gun there yes oh back Sorry. it up okay this is the whole point of tantric is we're going yeah, slow yeah it's all right <gasps> slow down okay step three yeah begin to kiss Okay, and no, 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 we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Okay, this is an, this, I want you to just kiss for at least five minutes. Okay, and you're focusing on every physical sensation you're feeling in that moment, just in the kiss. Can you remember the last time you just kissed Deb for five minutes? No. Exactly. No, I can't. Imagine what that's going to yeah. do for you. Be weird, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you've, yeah, you're, yeah. You've, so you've done the meditation, the massage. Now you're kissing. And now, number four, you're building up to sex. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> now we're. <laughs> that's what he was waiting for. Now, you can have sex or not. 
Again, Tantra is about the experience. It's not necessarily about going all the way. You have to tell your partner what you like. I thought you'd like that part. Call out what you're enjoying and have them call out what they're enjoying too. Very communicative process. Go slow, be creative, try new positions. Oh, hang on a second. What's that? Oh, my kid's at the door. We've waited too long. Window's gone. What is it? Okay, well, you know, give yourself on. a window where you have the time ah. to do this, okay? Immerse yourself in the full experience. Now, here's where you, what you're going to like, too. Don't just run for that climax. Pull back before you get there and let that tingling sensation fill your entire body and then start all over again. Keep building. Like just staring at each other? No, like no. How far, just what do you mean? Start, start oh, okay. reaching for that and then step away. Reach for that step away. Reach for that step away. Bringing that energy, as Bundes would talk about, up the spine and throughout the whole body. Okay? Now, the whole experience is over. Okay. Okay. So, and step five. What do I play now? Back, back to this? Back to this. Step okay. five? Yeah. Is the spooning. Okay. And uh, the partner in the back will send the energy to the giver. The partner in the front receives the energy, and you hold each other. And that is the end of your tantric practice, my friends. Namaste. (laughs) 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 What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? I, I think, you know, prolonging things and uh, having like a full experience session, yes. I'm on board with that. But you know, With a lot of communication, right? But it is hard to find the time to do that. And, I you know, know. When you got kids and busy lifestyles. But yeah, wouldn't that be nice to do once in you a while? You know who has the time for that? Single people. Professor Bundes. Yeah, Bundes. Yeah, all Bundes. the time in the world. Yeah. People with no kids. <laughs> Does that sound like your Friday night? No, no, no. Okay. My, my Friday nights do not sound like that. <laughs> no meditation, no staring into each other's eyes for 15 minutes? <laughs> I mean, like, what you're saying there is, is all right. Like, you're following the right uh, steps. But, like, proper tantric it lasts for hours, and there's actually no movement in it. Like, you, you're not switching positions. You're literally supposed to just sit there forever until you meld into one being. Mm, mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's, so you need, like, a whole day. You're not supposed to like really, you're really like the whole idea is to, is, is to transcend. You're using sex to transcend. So like. (laughs) (laughs) I I like where this is going. I like where this is going. Yeah. Yeah, To transcend, to reach like a higher state of consciousness. Yes. So like um, lots of like sex cults, you know, like the movie, like Eyes Wide Shut and they that party there. Or back in the old days, they would talk about these virgin oracles. Really, when those oracles are getting these visions, what they're actually doing is is, is reaching transcendence through sexual practice. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a taboo thing to talk about, but that's what this is all all is. It all comes back to reaching a higher level of consciousness, and it can't happen if you have the orgasm. So it's supposed right. to be this prolonged period where you just keep raising energy, raising energy, mm-hmm. raising energy, raising energy. Mm-hmm. Does anybody Does else feel like this, this is, is going, going too long? Too long? <laughs> Uh-oh. I feel like I uh, uh, should probably play, play a song, song now. now. It's a tantric radio show, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> I feel like this, I feel like break, this break is a little, is a little too tantric. tantric. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is a tantric radio conversation. Are there many, many details? details? No, I think <laughs> so. so. Maybe it's, it's just, just me <laughs> and my and inner my thoughts. thoughts. Okay. Thanks, guys, for filling us in on that. You're welcome. I'm going to tell you a headline, and you're going to think I'm full of garbage. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to think I'm lying to you really? when I tell you this. I would be, I, I know a lot of guys. I don't know any guys who would fit into this category. Okay. This is the headline. Men are more likely than women to say they've always dreamed of their wedding day. Really? I don't. More than women. Men are more likely to say that they dream about their wedding? They always dreamed about their wedding day. 32% of men say their wedding fulfills a lifelong dream versus 27% of women. Oh, wow. And uh, I think uh, if we could find one person listening right now that would fit this uh, description, Mm -hmm. I would be shocked. Like one. Bundes, you know a lot of dudes. You hang out. You got a big crew of guys you hang out with. Uh, Some of them are even married. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah. Um, You've been hanging with this crew since high school pretty much? Yep. How many of them do you know? How many times do you remember having a conversation with, say, one of them where they were like, oh, I can't wait to have my wedding day. Something I've always dreamed of. Uh, Never once. Never. Never. What about you, Bundes? Do you fantasize about it at all? I have often fantasized about like what it would be like to be a father. Like, and I've in Mm, my head dreamed about like what it would be like to be like like a dad, to have a kid and the things that I would do with them. Never once have I ever thought about being married or what my wedding would be like or who my wife would even be. It's never even crossed my mind. Like you've never pictured that moment where you're at one end of an altar and there's a bride coming towards you and oh what? he has more but then he wakes up screaming and then he's like in a cold sweat in his bed and he's like oh, oh, thank god see that is shocking to me like that you wouldn't like picture it once or twice never like i, I I'm, I'm honestly trying to think back and I can't ever recall a moment where I've thought about what it like who my wife would be or what that moment would be like okay well what about just the wedding in general because we all go to a lot of weddings maybe not this year but in the past do you ever sit there and think oh I would never do this at my wedding or I would totally want to do this at my wedding sure I've had like conversations like where we're talking about a wedding or something like that I'd be like yeah that'd be cool at my wedding I'd probably want to do something like that oh, there but, you go he but that's, that's, that's not fantasizing <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's not fantasizing yeah. when you say fantasize i think about like i'm by myself at home and i'm daydreaming about what my wedding would be like i'm, I'm talking about like it came yeah. up in conversation yeah. sure but never have i thought about it on my own i mean and more than women and uh, look uh, there's lots of stereotypes that are fed to us yes and true. lots of you know they definitely um Women are targeted early with the idea of like the princess and meeting Prince Charming and all that. I don't think guys are as much. Muhammad just sent us a text. Yeah. 1-800-953-2464. He says, when I was growing up, I was thinking about my wedding all the time. What about when you were little? Like when you were... You know, before the age of 10, did you fantasize about that? I mean, I think I did because I thought that when you get married, it means like unlimited sex, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. When I get married, I'm going to share a bed with a woman and we're going to be able to have like fun together and kiss each other. (laughs) 
You were grossed out by girls? And hump and do all that stuff. Necking? I'm imagining like 10-year-old Tucker and 10-year-old Tucker would have been pretty excited about the possibility of being like in a room with a woman. I remember 10-year-old Bundes used to practice making out with his pillow. Yeah. 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 But oh, I mean, yeah. it, it was oh, never yeah. the wedding. It would be like what the byproduct of getting married would mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but not the wedding day. Yeah. The, the survey, and I don't know who they were surveying because this sounds insane, also found men are more worried about making sure their wedding looks good on Instagram than women. Like, give me oh, a break. Well, Lies. I wonder, I wonder I if there's more um, stereotypes that you have to do as a man versus a woman on Instagram. Like, you gotta have the picture of all the groomsmen wearing the same socks. Oh, God. That's it. But that's not, that's not like... <laughs> oh, look, we're all wearing the same socks. That's never the groom's idea. Because, look, I have I have oh. one of those stupid pictures from my wedding. It's not a socks picture. What is it? It's the, like, recreating Abbey Road, the Beatles oh. cover, where we're all kind of walking across a road. Oh, here they come. Here they come. Okay. But it was the photographer that put us up to all that cheese. Oh, you know Big what I mean? Slice of cheese, oh, yeah. man. Where yeah, is yeah. that hanging above your fireplace now? <laughs> no, <that's>... you loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's right beside uh, all the other things that I dreamed of, like having babies. <laughs> no, okay, no. So no. besides, I hated all those pictures. Like so all I wanted stupid. was candids. You know, take candids, and they took hardly any candids, and they had a pose for all these stupid <laughs> pictures where we're all in symmetry. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had to make sure we had the same amount of bridesmaids as grooms uh-huh. for the picture uh-huh. groomsmen yeah so it looked like a big you know and everyone had to stand in order of height yes tallest people closest to the bride and groom moving out to the shortest oh, people or something stupid like that's that that's the worst okay we need okay. one person well Mohammed texted us but uh, um, so so why do you think they found that guys put so much stock in their wedding um Forty-four percent of men believe that being married will make them more of an adult. So it's mm. like to them, they fascinate about or they they dreamed of their wedding because that's like the indication sure. that they're going to be an adult versus thirty percent of women. I, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second. One eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I really feel like that's a bad thing. Like, if you are expecting to get married and that's going to turn you into an adult, like, I feel like yeah. you're probably not ready to get married. Yeah. Oh. I mean, again, I don't know if they dug up this survey from 1952 or something, but... Uh. Cassandra just said, are guys fantasizing about the wedding or are they daydreaming about the wedding night? She says her husband would not shut up about the wedding night. You know what that means? We're going to have intercourse. Yeah. Oh, God. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.